and welcome once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. And joining me, of course, is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, of course, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt, and you can find the podcast on Twitter as well, at Horizon RT. You can find all episodes and all of our articles on our website at HorizonRoundtable.com, and you can subscribe to us where podcasts are available. And Matt, um, we, we've been kind of busy this week. We're, <laughs> um, we're done. Yeah, I mean, yesterday we had, yesterday we had Kate Felder on. Um, great, uh, great interview. And uh, by the way, definitely, definitely have a listen to that if you haven't already. But today... Um, we've got yet another treat for you guys. Uh, joining us is the new coach at UIC. Uh, that's going to be Luke Yaklich. Luke, very, thank you very much, coach, for uh, joining us. Uh, it's great to be with you guys. I, I certainly appreciate the opportunity to talk and uh, talk UIC Flames basketball and basketball in general. It's, uh, it's a great time just to talk sports, obviously, during uh, – during the time period that we're living in. And uh, I, I greatly appreciate this and looking forward to, uh, to our time together here. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. So do we. Um, so uh, let me ask you this, um, I, I guess right off the bat, and we'll talk, we'll probably talk a little bit about this later. Are you currently in, in Chicago right now? No, actually uh, I just ended up uh, after the interview process is when they shut everything down. So my son and I drove back, uh, from Illinois to Texas and uh, just here in Austin um, enjoying the uh, the view of the 80 degree weather from my, from my office here in, in the house, in my house. So uh, it's, it's rub it in. Why don't good. you? <laughs> What's that? Rub it in. Why don't you? <laughs> That's right. The only thing well, I can't I... do is you know, none of the barbecue and taco uh, places are open. So it uh, just eliminates some of the, the tex- Texas feel. That is a yeah. That's that's a bummer. Uh, to be fair, it's actually I, I live in Valparaiso and it is a nice sixty degrees outside. I don't know what it's like in uh, in Michigan where Matt is, but you know, <laughs> we're, we're low fifties. It's it's not terrible. It's livable. Uh, good news it, for you, it, Matt. It, it, the warm weather is coming your way. <laughs> exactly. Albeit temporarily. So um so yeah, I want to. So obviously we wanted to get you on, obviously because you you know. Uh, since uh, the, the clearly the search process with, with the UIC was pretty quick, um, but I kind of want to talk a little bit about your 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 background, um, what what you've done. Uh, we know a few different we we know a few things obviously, um, but you know we definitely want to fill in the blanks here. Um, so I, I did notice one one thing about your career is that you um, you actually were uh, you actually were at uh you got your bachelor's degree at illinois state and then later on you were able to join their coaching staff how was that like going back to your alma mater first and foremost at that point uh it was great uh i mean it was i, I love illinois state uh, it's it was a it was home to me it helped me become get my uh, degree as you mentioned and it really prepared me to be a a great teacher um you know i would say not great right out of the gates but it gave me great preparation to be a teacher. Um, and, and so I always remember that um, for, for that, because I, I really went, went there to become a teacher. I ended up being a manager on the basketball team, which was a huge decision. Um, I didn't know at the time, but I ended up uh, working for Tom Richardson, who uh, ended up being a head coach later, but was uh, a high school coach um, in, in the, in the suburbs and got to know him well under coach Stallings. And then, 
Uh, Dan Muller was a player then. We ended up being roommates, and and that that precipitated uh, the call uh, when I was at Joliet West High School, uh, teaching and coaching there, uh, to come join uh, Dan on his staff at, at at Illinois State. And oh, it kind of just got the ball rolling. You never know the journey uh, that your career is going to take, and life takes its twists and turns, obviously. Uh, but it was an unbelievable experience of four years. I, I got to coach some really good players and most importantly got to learn along some really good people and namely coach Muller uh, who just allowed me to, to cut my teeth, uh, make mistakes, learn and grow as a, especially in my first year as an assistant. Uh, and then into my, into my second where I, I could finally get my head above the water and uh, feel like I, I wasn't uh, swimming in the middle of the ocean without any type of uh, any type of help. I, I was, he helped me a great deal and uh, is the key reason why I'm, I, I've got into college coaching. And, and I noticed too, that you, this is like, this is the second time you actually coach at your alma mater. Cause if I understand it correctly, you also coached at uh, your, all, your high school alma mater as well early in your exactly, career. Yes. Yeah. I and, love uh, LaSalle through high school has a special place in my heart. Uh, the whole, the entire community, uh, LP high school was really, really good to me. I had um, just great mentors there. Um, my first athletic director who has, who has passed away since uh, Brett Brown was an unbelievable, uh, did, just brought me along as a, as a young varsity coach trying to figure it out. Uh, he really gave me an opportunity then helped me grow and just had a bunch of really good teachers there um, that I had as a student. And then that I later uh, was, was fortunate enough to call colleague and, it just set me up for, for, for success. And then I went to Sterling high school. And again, the same thing, um, worked with a, with, with a guy by the name of Bruce Scheidegger, who was the girls coach there at the time, who later would be an athletic director. And, uh, he, he was one of the biggest, uh, biggest mentors in my life. And, um, it, it's, it, it's been a great, uh, a great journey, but the, the two places, Illinois state was South Peru, Boy, those those two places have a lot of special meaning to me. So so move, so as, as as you move forward, obviously, um, and I'm sure we'll have co- quite a few questions about that. You, you moved from you moved from Illinois State, and then you ended up in Michigan. You ended up in Michigan as an assistant under John Beeline, and you were there for a couple of years, um, right up until he took the job at the uh, with the Cavs. Correct. So correct. So so the and in that in that time frame um you made it to a national championship game yeah that was the experience um of a lifetime i, I you know you never know if you're ever going to go back um it's such a hard thing to do i mean you take a look at our run i mean we jordan Poole throws in um you know a, a shot at the buzzard against houston or, or we're not you know even talking about the final four and you know, then we, we beat a really good Florida State team and um, and played our best game of the year against Texas A&M and then um, you know got beat Loyola who was really good really well coached and then end up getting beat by a, a team with six pros and a Hall of Fame coach um, in Villanova so that that run was was great but Coach Beeline and the staff that you talk about the, a culture and you talk about how to really like have your have everything just tied together. You just, you saw uh, coach B was just 
he was so good at everything and he had his culture in place. He knew how it was a great teacher on the court um, and just a great system of, to play in that uh, guys, you know, allowed, allowed you to utilize your strengths and spread the floor. And I learned so much from coach B about every facet of coaching um, in the time there, but also from the assistants and the support staff that we had there, as well as the administration at Michigan, it was a, an incredible culture from top to bottom. And, uh, I, I learned so much in two years was like a a doctoral degree in basketball and culture building and leadership, uh, from, from top to bottom. It was, it was fun. And I will never, never take for granted, uh, that experience, but then to be in the final four, it's, it's something you wish for every coach, uh, no matter your, your best friend in coaching or your rival, um, you want every coach to have an experience of going to final four. It is, it's unbelievable. So that's the only thing you you try to, you hope you go every year, but I I also would, if every coach that's put time into basketball and coaching and teaching um, that, that, that moment is, is, is precious. Hey coach, um, during your time at Michigan, it's often talked, you know, I'm I'm from Michigan myself. So I would hear a lot about Michigan basketball, which is great. Um, We would hear that you were kind of the mastermind behind John Beeline's defense. Where did that come from? And can we look forward to seeing that, at UIC, are you expecting to bring that with you, or you just kind of fill us in a little bit on your defensive mindset and, and the background on that? Yeah, yeah, it's um, I've always had the, a defensive uh, mindset as far as just like in, in an approach and identity in the program. Um, I like to play fast, uh, you know, get get the ball down the floor and play. I always say play functionally fast, as fast as our skills allow us to to play um, from an offensive standpoint and. It's how I've been as a high school coach and how I'll, how I'll be as a, as a college coach. But defensively, it, that started with who I was as a high school player, what uh, our high school program emphasized. And then I just, my mind always just kind of went there. And then Coach Muller, I remember him saying that first year, after the first year, just saying, you got to want you to really kind of focus your attention and, and your mindset on, on defense. Um, and then the next three years, we did that. And then Coach B wanted just a guy that had, you know, that, that defensive background. And he and I just built uh, just an incredible relationship um, over the two years that just trusting each other in games. And uh, he allowed, you know, me to, to coach in practice and have a voice, which I'm really thankful for, and grow um, so that I, I felt comfortable being in front of a team and, um, and making decisions in games. Uh, it's, it's helped me prepare me for, for this moment, but the, the identity was all coach, coach Beeline knows defense. Um, he, he wants to think about offense um, and focus on offense in a game, but coach B is a great, great defense and offensive coach. He just chooses to put, you know, more of that focus on offense and, and he, and he understood that. So he wanted to have somebody that, that had that focus, but we had really good players and we had really good coaches that all contributed to the scouting report and support staff um, that all contributed to that. Saudi Washington, Dre Haynes, um, Brian Smothers, um, Tinadu, uh, Nwachiku, and uh, Devin Mulry was on, were on that staff. And they're all, Devin's at Texas, Chin is, Chinadu is at uh, Youngstown State, Dre's at Maryland, Saudi's still at, at Michigan, and Brian's at Niagara. So those guys those guys were great. It was a team affair. And then, then coach B was, was our leader. So it, it was a, I, I, I tried to do everything I could to every day to prepare our guys as best we could, but it was a team 
thing at Michigan. And uh, most importantly, we had really talented players um, that loved to play defense and they bought in. So all around, all around, it was fun. And I was able to learn from a lot of different people, but that mindset of defense, we will look to bring to, to UIC. Um, you know, we're going to, we're going to value shooting and skill development on offense. I really, really want to space the floor and um, play an open style of offense, incorporating a lot of ball screens and, and playing the way a lot of the, um, the game is being played now with the, as, as many skilled players as you, as you can put on the floor. And uh, part of that is our ability to develop them at the same time in practice. So looking forward to that and, um, and seeing what the Horizon League has to offer, which is uh, a lot of really good teams, good programs, and a, and a great tradition. So I'm excited to be a part of it and, and compete against some really good coaches and players in this league. So um, obviously, you were this uh, before you got here. You were an assistant at, uh, at at the at Texas with Shaka Smart. And if it seems like we're repeating ourselves, you're the second ex Texas assistant to uh, join uh, join the Horizon League coaching ranks. Uh, obviously, yeah. Darren Darren Horn is the first over at Northern Kentucky. Um, have you had uh, have you talked to uh, Coach Horn since uh, since getting the job? I have not yet. Uh, I we, we I've missed him. I reached out. We just missed each other, but uh, we we will uh, we will be talking for sure. And obviously, they had a great year, and unfortunately, weren't able to participate, um, you know, in the tournament uh, because of obviously what we're still going through today as a society. Uh, but great coach. And when I went to Texas um, to take over the defense, the guys had some great habits. Uh, coach Smart is an incredible basketball coach and even better person. Um, and the things I learned in a year under Coach Smart were invaluable, and it's um, it, it's really really um, just telling. And that that's what I walked in that that Darren had done a great job with uh, the defense there before I got there, and the guys and recruiting and their mindset. So I uh, I know that uh, we'll have our hands full every time that uh, we, we're playing them uh, for sure. How is that? How is that whole dynamic going to be with two guys who used to sit on the same bench and now you're on opposite benches from each other now? Um, well, it's it's uh, it'll be it'll be it'll be unique. So I'm looking forward to uh, to the challenge. All right. Um, so the one, so obviously, uh, everything, basically everything shut down and, you know, you, you from what it looked like, uh, Texas was uh, pretty well on its way, uh, to, uh, heading to the NCAA tournament before everything shut down at the very least. Um, but one of the things that, you know, when this, when this position at, at UIC came up, um, obviously your, your roots are very well ingrained in Illinois, but you had mentioned also too, that um, after the interview process, you actually had to drive down back down to, down to Austin. Um, yeah. So, you know, given kind of the situation, how was that? How, how did that, how did that whole experience, how did that whole kind of process kind of, uh, how was that? What was that like in the face of, everything that we're looking at right now with, with, you know, all the shutdowns and social distancing, how did that, how, how did that kind of compare to some of your other interviews in the past? Uh, it was unique um, to say the least, but it, it started with a phone interview and, um, you know, uh, our athletic director, Michael Lippitz, who's incre just really, really bright and 
hardworking um, athletic director that has a vision for for UIC that I immediately looked at and said, this is something I want to be a part of. And we kind of went from the first phone interview, then got a call back, um, David, to uh, have a chance to sit down face to face before everything shut down. And then after that, uh, it was a, another uh, Zoom interview because then everything had shut down after that. And um, we did a Zoom interview. And um, then a couple of days later was was given the opportunity to uh, to say yes. And I, I, I was screaming in the phone uh, with my son in the car. Um, it, it was a special moment uh, for sure when uh, when I when I got that call and I'll never forget it. I haven't stopped smiling since. And you know, it's this isn't uh, this isn't work. I, I get to do what I love, and uh, it, it it's it's busy. It's fun. Uh, there's lots of stuff going on, but it's a productive, busy, and um, and a really, really, really something that I've worked hard for uh, my entire my entire career. And looking forward to building this program and and uh, be a part of a great university. Yeah, and and, I, and the one as a follow up to that, obviously. Um, as I saw, as I saw this tweet, uh, saw, and either you or the UIC account tweet out the the setup that you had to put together for the virtual press conference. Um, yeah, that that must have been that must have been something. And it's and I think you're kind of in a unique position, situation because you're probably one of the few coach. You're probably the first coach to in this whole because in this whole coaching carousel this time around that's had to. Uh, that, that you were—I I don't want to say you were a guinea pig, but you might have been, in terms of getting well, all the cameras and everything all thing set up and everything. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, my wife did a great job, Amy, uh, helping set everything up, and uh, you know our our uh, sports information director Dan Wallace uh, is incredible, um, and how he managed everything and set everything up was awesome. And, and there's some unbelievable. Uh, professionals uh, at UIC that I've worked with so far that I'm excited to work with even more. And that was all part of it. And uh, we did it. We did it well. And uh, now we're, we're moving on and uh, getting getting a hold of recruiting and doing everything we can to, to put together the best team we possibly can and uh, build a program. And obviously you've wasted, um, but you've wasted no time uh, picking up your staff. I did want to ask, you know, what was the, what was kind of the, uh, you know, what was the appeal to this job other than, um, I, like I said, obviously your, your roots are definitely in within Illinois. Uh, so what was kind of the, uh, the thought process when you're looking at this and saying, yes, I'm interested in this job. I want to go for it. No question. Well, yeah, this was a absolute no brainer of no brainers. Uh, I had looked at this as a, you know, when I was a high school coach, it was just not knowing what it what it was like to be a Division One coach at all. Looked at UIC, it's been this, this nice place. Went up there to team camp and knew it was a good university. We had kids from Joliet West um, that had gone to UIC, and it, it was just a, a something that was always just in my mind. We went to team camp there, so uh, we played them when I went to UI, uh, Illinois State, and I just knew that I love Illinois basketball as a from a state standpoint Illinois high school basketball um, has been in my blood so when I looked at this and had spent time in in Chicago coaching AAU and getting to know the uh, all the, the a lot of the coaches in the city and then the suburbs and competing when I was at Joliet it just 
I want I want to be a part of something where you can build a great basketball program. Kids can get a great education there, and that it can be equally um, as important. And that's that's really really what drew me there. And then talking through with the administration and finding out their vision and everything just aligned and um, really felt great about it. It was just one of those that I absolutely knew right away. Man, I really want this job. I'm going to do everything I can to put my best foot forward because. It's a it's a program that you know you can I really feel we can build something special and build it with um, a lot of different um, a wide variety of kids uh, from a wide variety of, uh, of backgrounds and uh, it's just got such a a draw to it with the city of Chicago and the academics that um, I, I'm really excited to build. We've often heard, um, you know, talking about recruiting Chicago, that sometimes it's tough to get some of those kids to stay in Chicago because we all know the city of Chicago has some really great young talent. Um, do you and your team kind of have a plan to try to hit the recruiting trail locally and try to get some of those kids to stay, you know, in state? Is that, you know, something on your radar? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, there's uh, Chicago speaks for itself. The suburbs speak for itself when you're talking about basketball talent. Uh, so, yes, we're going to work really hard. Uh, to develop and develop and then continue to maintain the relationships that we have. Um, and, and we, I just want to create a program that Chicago can wrap its, uh, it'll wrap its arms around a little bit and say, man, that's a, that's a, that's a good brand of basketball over there. And, um, you know, you're not going to get, uh, every, every kid in, in Chicago to, to play there. It's, it's not always going to fit on, on both ends, but we're going to work really hard to, to recruit, um, the city of Chicago, the suburbs, and the state of Illinois as best that we possibly can as a staff and, and make sure that everybody knows that UIC has a great program. We're going to focus on skill development, and we're really going to uh, dive into embracing uh, the city. So, uh, yeah, the, the recruiting piece of that is, is huge. We do want a, a local flavor in there so people can come out and watch uh, kids from local high schools, um, whether it's the Chicago Public League or surrounding suburbs or somewhere else, uh, in the state of Illinois, they can look at and identify with that. So really important to me. Can we also expect to see uh, your son potentially joining you there? Yeah, well, we'll have to see about that. He'll have to, you know, you have to earn that one. Uh, that's, I like that response. That's good. <laughs> so um, in terms of your coaching staff, the, the one, qu- the, obviously um, you have some experience there, specifically D Brown. You brought, he, he's back as a, he's actually, a uh, former UIC assistant who was at Illinois and now he's back at, 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 at UIC with you. How important was it to have somebody who kind of knows the ins and outs, not just of, uh, not just of the recruiting landscape, but UIC itself. Um, how important was that to get him on board? Well, it, it was it's really important uh, just to, to put together uh, a staff of you know, hardworking, positive energy, family-oriented uh, coaches that are, you know, are really passionate about uh, teaching and coaching, and have a wide, uh, a well-rounded uh, skill set. And when I started talking with Dee on the phone, it's just his energy, um, his love of the city of Chicago, his desire to create a winner, um, a winning program, and build. It just came through and through, and we ended up talking three times. Um, on the phone before, um, you know, we got together, offered him the, the position and, uh, and he accepted and was excited. So to, to have our whole staff, uh, coach Erickson, coach Beasley and coach Brown, it's, um, 
we've got a really good staff that works really hard that's going to be really good at developing relationships with kids in the recruiting process but most importantly for for our own players when they're on campus of being intentional about mentoring our guys and helping them get a degree helping them grow as students athletes uh, young men basketball players all around we want well-rounded young men by the time they leave UIC and he's going to play a huge role in that and obviously just has a a recognizable face throughout the state and uh, in a lot of lot of the country. And then when his personality then comes out, it uh, people remember him even more with, with that. And Coach Beasley is the same way as uh, that Butler tie with the Horizon League and played in Illinois and has experienced winning at a high level. He loves teaching and coaching. And and then uh, Coach Erickson from out east, is uh, he's at 19 years in the business and, and really has been a part of Iona's uh, – resurgence in their program building was in the process of rebuilding Bryant uh, and he's got just a wider wide array of uh, recruiting experiences as well so it, it's it's a great staff uh, looking to put our support staff together but it's fun it's really fun I'm looking forward to digging in so the, obviously the situation with with UIC is uh, you know four years ago the UIC was kind of at the bottom of the uh, bottom of the Horizon League standings and for the past four years it's been kind of built up and built up and built up uh, but it, it, the the kind of the, uh, the the big thing with UIC has always been it's been it's gotten past the days where they're absolutely terribly they they weren't great uh, but the the issue has always been they've kind of it's never seemed like they've gotten over the top they've had uh i mean very talented recruiting classes very talented players but it just doesn't it never seemed like it was they they were able to realize that potential and get any further than you know just a couple of games of 500 how do you how what approach would are you going to take to kind of transform you know get kind of kind of get past a move further down the line than, you know, how, how, how it's gone in the past four years. Well, I mean, coach, coach McLean and staff did a great job recruiting. And again, there's so many different, uh, you know, areas that, uh, that affect the basketball program and the season each year. And, uh, the, all I know is that the six, uh, that the, the team that we have, the four seniors and uh, and our guys that are coming back, our seven guys coming back, that they're really good kids um, that want to get a college degree, have had great relationships so far. So I can say nothing of uh, the positive things about um, about the student athletes that, that are on our roster right now. Um, and Coach McLean worked really hard at it. And, you know, different different reasons uh for different seasons um and how they go i mean it's um that's something that again past four years what are we looking to do now is, is just to try to create our culture and our uh consistency of approach um and how we do everything each and every day and bring in the best players that we possibly can to complement the ones that we already have in the program um that are going to be playing but we want to the bottom line is for me, it's about establishing identity. If you look at out five years, you know, what do you want it to be like in five years? We're going to say that, man, those kids at UIC, they graduate Boy, those mm -hmm. kids at UIC, they get better every year and they compete. They play really sound, uh, physical, tough man-to-man -man defense. And then they are really skilled on the other end and they share the ball and man, they shoot the ball well from three. Mm -hmm. That's my vision. That's our identity. And we're going to try to, um, again, put the, the super glue, if you will, is all the little things that, that go to try to kind of glue that all together. And 
that's uh, that's the process that we're, we're that we're starting right now. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you you and um, how 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 big is it? How important is it that you have you know, in with with this roster that you have you already have senior leadership uh, already baked in the cake? You have Michael Diggins, Jacob Wiley, Jamie Hale. Those guys are already in, and they're all they've been already in the program the last three years. How's important? How important is it to have those those guys as uh, that that you could potentially turn to as as kind of the leaders for the the guy uh, the fo- uh, the players you're going to be bringing in? Yeah, and then you also have Rob Howard there who sat out yep. last year to be, be a senior. Those four guys have been great, and I've leaned on them already. I've told them that, you know, I'm really excited about working with them, but learning from them um, uh-huh. at the same time and then building a building our culture and relying on them to, to teach the young guys that we have coming in and, uh, and just in general to navigate uh, through the season and, and practices and help me out. And I'm looking forward to it. They're really good kids that are hungry, um, hungry to get back in the gym like everybody and uh, i'm excited to to work alongside them have you had a chance to actually meet those players face to face or with the shutdown of everything has it all been kind of digital and zoom and all that yeah all zoom yep zoom and facetime yeah zoom is a new thing uh, as an aside zoom is a new thing for me i know that's like a big big deal right now we we've been we uh, we obviously record the podcast via skype and i've just swear by i've sworn by skype for like the last forever so the zoom thing is kind of new to me <laughs> i don't know it's but, been um, great um it's been great we had our first team huddle and a team break via zoom so uh, okay. we're, we're doing what we can do with uh with what we have uh at our disposal um, talking about, obviously talking about the, cha- um, with, uh, obviously one of the challenges of course has been the communication part, but it seems you've kind of overcome that in terms of the, um, in terms of you know, the workouts with the players and everything, um, given this time frame, uh, what, what challenges are you, would you, are you, are you potentially seeing with not being able to get these guys in the gym potentially? um for an you know, undisclosed amount of time yeah i i don't know i don't look at it. it's i really don't look at this as like a, you have to look at everything as an opportunity um uh-huh. and you make you make the most of it we ask our players to communicate we ask our players to respond and go with next play mentality that's what we have to do as coaches we could sit and complain sure. about you know this uh situation we're in with recruiting or you can complain about not being in the gym we're all not in the gym. And when we get in the gym, we're going to make the most of it and map out a plan that helps our players be as prepared as, as we possibly can um, for, for the next day and get better in the day that we're in. And I I'm looking forward to it. Obviously we're itching to get back in the gym whenever that is, we don't know. So we're just going to have to do everything um, that we can. Now the guys are, are working hard doing everything they can without being in the gym from their voluntary weight workouts and a lot of guys are trying to, to get into certain uh, gyms that they have access to and they're going uh, they're going to work as best they can like everybody else throughout the country if you want to get good there's a way to get better I always talk about with our guys getting one percent better if you're one percent better uh, in a hundred days you're going to be a brand new player in um, you know in effect and you just want to try to re- repeat that so there's a way to get one percent better at basketball today without a gym find the way get it done and move on to the next day and grow. Okay. 
Hey, Coach, I'm wondering, can you give us an idea of what we can expect to see from you on the sideline? You know, the Horizon's got a bunch of different characters. You know, you've got Greg Campy at Oakland, who I know you're somewhat familiar with. He's one of the biggest characters you'll ever come across. Um, what what can we expect to see from you on the sideline? Like, what, what's your demeanor going to be like, do you think? Well, I, I, I mean, I'm intense and positive. Um, it's not going to – It's I, I'm not a – I learned, again, just Coach Muller, Coach Beeline, and Coach Smart like I was probably as a young high school coach, like many, too emotional, um, and uh, about you know calls, about reactions, and, and I've learned a lot. I'd like to tell some of my former teams probably sorry for some of the <laughs> things that the way I coached at times. Um, but Dan and Coach B and and Coach Smart all had a just a, a very professional demeanor on the sideline, and. Um, we're going to do our work in practice. We're going to get after it. We're going to be intense, but I'm going to be positive. And I, the last thing I want with players is to look over at the bench um, to see what the reaction of the head coach is. Um, that's not, that's not a great way to play. It's not how I want to coach. So I, I want to, we're going to be intense, positive, encouraging, um, and uh, making sure that I'm doing my very best to stay in the moment so that I can make uh, the necessary adjustments to help our players execute to the best of their ability and our staff put them in position um, to execute according to their talents and the, and the game by game that we can. That's, that's my job. Be fresh minds, fresh legs on game night, and then uh, teach them and train them and prepare them uh, to execute what's going to happen and then uh, help them adjust throughout the game. That's, that's coaching to me. And that's kind of the way I want to be portrayed and to portray myself on the sideline. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, in terms of recruiting um, now, now correct me if I'm wrong, the, because of the, because of the, the COVID-19 situation, the, the spring recruit, the spring signing period has been extended um, for all sports until August 1st. Uh, Am I, am I correct in, uh, in, in that assumption or that, I, uh, it's a dead period. It's a dead period right now till May 31st. Uh -huh. We can't get out. I, I, I don't know what's, there's no set date. Uh, we mm -hmm. start uh, summer school on June 15th. Okay. Don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, there's another summer school that starts in July. We're just okay. going to, again, following the lead of our, our administration. And obviously okay. most importantly, what's, what's happened with you know, the health and safety of everybody involved. So when of we're course. allowed to get back in the gym, we'll get there and, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not sure on any tar targeted date or if anything has been canceled through a, through a certain date, as far sure. as workouts are concerned. Gotcha. So the, so, so in ter so in terms of recruiting, obviously you have a little bit of, um, because this is the dead period, obviously it's, you know, um, I'll, as, as we've seen pretty much around uh, college basketball, a lot of the, we, we were, we're seeing a lot of students, we're seeing a lot of players that are basically committing right now. Um, some of which may have not even showed up on campus, <laughs> you know, been able or even been able to, for that matter. Um, but in terms of when, when the, obviously when the when things kind of get to a, a more manageable state, not necessarily back to normal per se. Um, what is the? Uh, how are you going to tackle the you know the the, the recruiting process uh, kind of post uh, post dead period ending? Uh, I mean, we're just trying to, again, during this process to watch film, mm -hmm. look at evaluations, try to reach out to people that we trust, get ourselves in on the right kids 
building relationships with the right kids that are going to fit our culture. And staff has done a great job of, of putting together some re- a really good um, you know, list of, of candidates for us to, to talk to. And then um, when it happens, when that is you know, lifted and whatever we can get people on campus, the kids that do commit uh, to us right now, we're going to absolutely make sure they, their families get to get on campus uh, on their official visit and they get to go through that through that whole process and get to know us even more than we did via the zoom and the, uh, and FaceTime call. Sure. So that, that's, that would, that's the, that was kind of the, the just the, the simplified plan of, of looking ahead. I I'd say this is, this is a, a unique situation, but I, I lived through Cleveland state last year. So <laughs> yep. we're, we're, we're Dennis Gates basically put together a team in like two weeks yeah. on the fly Correct. <laughs> in late August. Exactly. He's a, he, uh, a great, he's a great coach and uh, I've known him for a while. And uh, he, he's uh, again, really, he did an amazing job. Absolutely amazing job. So in terms of, so when you, when, when finally you have the, when you, when finally you have the opportunity to, to make your way to Chicago um, in terms of kind of outreach to the community, um, how's that going to, how, how are you going to be, how are you going to be tackling that? Um, between the students, the community, and uh, you know, faculty and staff, how how is that interaction going to uh, going to uh, how are you going to approach that? Obviously, given the given the situation, you may not theoretically be able to make it to even make it to campus in the until the summer, but um, understandably. But you know, have you have you given it any uh, given it some thought as to kind of how you're going to approach the uh, you know those, those folks? Yeah, yeah, two words: daily and personal. Um, so it's very simple uh, for us with recruiting in terms of getting out uh, to, you know, Chicago Public League schools, the suburbs. It's going to be a, a daily um, and, and personal. That's how we're going to run um, our our program and our recruitment. Um, you know, you it's it's very important for me. I want to establish a a family atmosphere within our program, but then a, a very um, you know open and accepting. Um, you know, kind of program uh, approach towards having high school coaches in our gym and us being out, uh, even if they don't have a, a player that's capable uh, and we're recruiting. It's it's just about uh, the relationships there. And as a former high school coach, um, I I've, that's never left me. I'm I'm a high school coach that's coaching uh, college basketball. So the relationships, uh, the value that I have with um, just the high school community and and coaches in general is is very special. So. Personal and daily um, is is our is our approach towards recruiting, and obviously that goes even further when you're talking about right there in the city. Uh, what can you what can UIC fans expect uh, from you in terms of uh, you know how how you how you talk to, um, you know how how you know your interactions with them will be? Oh, I mean, you talk about the, an unbelievable alumni base. Um, most of the alumni are all 80% of UIC alumni are in the Chicagoland area. So, I, I mean, we're going to we're going to be so active with our in the community with our players, and that's something we're selling um, and promoting with our recruiting process. But the the ability to connect, um, you know, from Social media and then out in the community at games, et cetera, is going to be something that our staff and our players are going to be very cognizant of because it's a, it's something that we have to, we want, if we want 
against Chicago to take pride in UIC. We have to put a, a good product on the floor that people can relate to. But that starts with, you know, 200 plus thousand uh, UIC alums in the city that they can wrap their mind around a, a team and wrap their arms around a team and their hearts around a team um, that they can follow it and look at and say that that's a, that's something we want to go see and uh, take their, their wife and kids uh, to a game. At 312 on Saturday afternoons, that, that part of the 312 timing is always tip off has always been. I, I, I wish more schools would do that in their area codes. I'm just throwing that out there. We'll do. Uh, I, I love it. Love it. Yeah, because I, I know one thing UIC has done really well is really lean into the Chicago motif with the with the tip off times and especially the, the skyline floor. That's my favorite. Yeah, I know. I know. So I know it's not not everybody's cup of tea, but I love it. It it is awesome. I I, I love everything about it, uh, and and the work that um, the, our our administration um, is doing to expand um, the university and grow it um, from a facility standpoint and from an academic standpoint. It is incredible right now and uh it's a great uh, it's a great time to be a uic flame and I, i'm excited that uh, i have this opportunity right now well well coach um that's going to wrap it up for us so uh thank you very much again for joining us uh really appreciate your time um also special shout out to dan wallace obviously you know for for helping us uh set this up he's yeah he's incredible yeah shout out to dan he's been helping uh, me every day um throughout this uh process so I, I can't say enough about him and um really looking forward to uh working again with with everybody at uic but then working with uh you know, everybody in the uh, community and i'm excited to be uh, on the show today appreciate you guys taking the time to have me on there and uh, talk uic flames basketball and, and basketball in general it's you guys did a great job and appreciate it looking forward to listening to you and uh, looking forward to meeting you guys in person Thank you All so right. much for joining us, and uh, welcome to the Rising League, Coach. Appreciate it. It's uh, it's a great league to be in. I'm excited to learn and grow uh, like I have each step of the way and uh, and and do everything we possibly can to, to build a winner at UIC. Great, great. All right, um, so that's going to do it for us. Um, as always, like I said, you can find episodes of the Horizon Roundtable and other content because we've got plenty of those things going on too now um at our website horizonroundtable.com episodes of the horizon roundtable you can also find uh wherever you find podcasts and um you know our amazon and uh google devices and not apple because i keep saying apple at the end of this every time it's ridiculous i don't know why but definitely the amazon and google devices so um that's gonna wrap it up and thank you all for listening